All right, it's me, rambling for the next 20 minutes with Maxwell Shippers Brown. Happy anniversary. This is Diceology, the podcast. Welcome to Diceology, a podcast about tabletop games, and we talk with the people who play them. Big mad love to new Patreons, Michael Tisvire, Menachem Cohen, my soul brother number one, Antonio Brown, and the apocalyptic Vincent Baker. I appreciate the support. Happy anniversary. So, uh, so this is all kind of snuck up on me. Uh, if it weren't for email, I might have missed May being the anniversary month of Diceology and my Mad J Hustle on Patreon. Um, when I first started this thing, I had a bunch of thoughts in mind. Uh, first and foremost was doing a podcast. I was kicking it around several months before I pulled the trigger on it. And I talked with a bunch of other folks. Uh, the original thought and uh, lineup had two hosts and uh, uh the world changed things happen and we didn't uh we didn't launch it that way i remember in initial conversations there's always the how are you different from podcast x and podcast y and for me i used to want to be the anthony bourdain of gaming podcasts uh, but i wasn't sure how well received that 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 line uh would go uh, since he had passed and we were still kind of raw at the time. Uh, so I went the, you know, StoryCorps NPR route, uh, which is also good because usually it's me and a guest. We sit down, we talk about games in the context of their life, their upbringing, uh, where they are now. Um, if you're a longtime listener, you, you already know the format uh, for the guest interviews, the guest conversations. But originally, my thought was to be more like Anthony Bourdain. So uh, growing up, my pop did all the cooking in the house. Uh, the house rule was if you helped with the cooking, uh, you didn't have to do dishes. Later in life, uh, I spent some time in culinary school. And then somewhere around uh, before in there, uh, I discovered Anthony Bourdain. Um, I really got into his shows uh, more than the food studies he did, I loved how uh, in his travels he would show us the context that the food is the, or these dishes uh, were, were in or the chefs, um, the politics underneath or the, uh, uh, the social life underneath. Uh, his show was more than just the food. Uh, I have some favorite episodes. Uh, I always loved when he went to Thailand. Uh, you can see it on him. You can see it in his expressions of some of his favorite places to revisit. Um, and then some of the guests that uh, he would have on. I think the most outrageous one I saw was uh, Luther Campbell. Uh, if you haven't seen that episode, I won't spoil it for you. Go check it out. Um, anyway, my, that was, yeah, that's my, that's my yardstick. Even still now today is as we talk about games on the show and as we do things in games on the show, I, I want to get underneath and talk about the context, where it's coming from, uh, 
where where the designer, the player, the the person engaged with it, what's underneath. So that's what leveling up looks like for me and Dysology. Right now, I'm going to bring back an oldie but goodie, Maxwell Shippers Brown. All right, so now we're going to do your interview, brother. You ready? Where were you on the night of January 29th at 5 p.m.? What were you doing? Looking to the light. Welcome back to the Dysology Show, Maxwell. Welcome to, I don't know. Welcome to the show, man. Say something. I've been here before, yeah. A year ago. You were here yeah, one year, year ago. ago. Uh, maybe Mother's Day weekend. I can't remember, but I remember it was a weekend about a year ago. Yeah. How's your quarantine life going? Pretty good. Quarantine's just like an extended spring break. Is that right? Honest, yeah. Yeah. What's the thing you miss the most about uh, pre-quarantine life? I'm actually getting to go outside with my friends. Yeah? Yeah. Like at school or just outside in general with your friends? At school. Yeah. What's a cool, unexpected thing that you like about quarantine? Being sheltered in the house. Well, my sleep schedule is absolutely messed up and I'm still not falling asleep randomly. So that's kind of cool, I guess. (laughs) Right. So what games uh, what games are you excited about currently, right? Because we'll go back and take a look at what you said last year. What are you into now, this year? I'm playing uh, Gears 5. I've got this goal to beat all of the Gears games. I'm so, for, I'm so far working through Gears 1. This is on the Xbox? Oh, uh, yeah. How far do you have to go? Uh, I've got to get through Gears 1 and then get through Gears Tactics, and I believe I'll, I'll have completed all of them. Okay, gotcha. Unless they release a game while I'm getting through, like, Tactics or the first one. All right. Why'd you, uh, why that go? Why that game? Mm-hmm. Just, just to do it? Just to do it. Because it's quarantine life and you yeah. need something to do. All right. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, we've been playing the Mandalorian Star Wars, right? Yeah. I think we've got four or five episodes in. What do you think about... Uh, so we've played BX D&D, and uh, now we're playing Star Wars. Uh, what do you think about role-playing games so far? They're pretty fun. What are you liking about uh, the Star Wars game? Mostly the fact I get to be a bounty hunter. Uh, the futuristic, lawless, lawless sort of Wild West kind of thing. I like that. Yeah. Um, you're currently uh, running a bounty to re- Your current bounty is about bringing back a droid. Yeah. And uh, I feel like you kind of got a messy situation because yeah. you got two world. clients that want that droid, right? Yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to next in the, in the next couple of sessions of Mandalorian? Either combat, well, both combat in zero gravity. Mm-hmm. And uh, like space combat, as in like in like the fighter jet, like the model one we got right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Any other games on your uh, wish list to play? No. no, really. You just jump it in them as they come along. Yeah. No, that's cool. That works. That's fair. We. Uh, oh, I remember. Uh, I was playing uh, Shinobi Gami with Andy uh, yeah. this weekend, and you took the hardcover book. 
and you were reading through the replay of that. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about that. What do you think about that? Uh, it's pretty interesting. Gives a good window into how the game would be played. Good example of it. Yeah? Yeah. Did you think... Uh, read, also, go ahead. It also provides a pretty good story along with it. I was. Uh, I told Andy about that the next day. We had done a big conversation about replays, and we don't have a whole lot of them here in America. Uh, that's a big thing in Japan where he is. And so uh, we talked about you reading through the replay, and that's why I asked you a bunch of questions to see what you got out of it. So that's kind of neat. Uh, is that a game you play, Shinobi Gama? Uh, would I? Yes. Yeah. You have an idea what you might want to be? Uh, not quite yet. I've already gotten an idea for an Ogi. Yeah. A contingency plan. Okay. Do you think it involves some kind of force field thing or like some healing effect? Right. <clears throat> Closer to death, whoever uses it is, the better it's going to work. All right. Like, the dude's at full health, it's not going to work at all. The dude's, like, halfway to death. The Grim Reaper's just kind of standing in the corner watching him, like that kind of close to death. Then, yeah, it's going to work. I don't know if I got any more questions, man. You got any questions? No, not really. Anything you want to say to people out there in the internet land? Uh, quarantine sucks. Is that right? Quarantine sucks? That's it. That's all. Yeah. What are you looking forward most to after quarantine life? Actually getting to go back outside with my friends. Yeah. I think that's where everybody is. Uh, we miss uh, our friends, being around other people, that kind of thing. So yeah. I get that. That it's all makes sense. It's hotter because my feet are perpetually freezing. It's not fun. No, the weather's been weird. We got some polar thing rolling through here. So the weather's yeah. been strange. What else were we playing? Also that uh, vortex that rolled through here mm -hmm. a while ago. Yeah, we also have the Gears of War board game. We got to break out and uh, play through. We haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. Uh, so that's also on the list to to jump on. I think we can play that co-op. Cool. So that'd be fun. We could do that. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Good to Thanks see you. Thanks for having the show in the first place. <laughs> we'll see you uh, again in a year. Yeah. Actually, we'll see you before that for the Mandalorian. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hopefully, uh, you picked up his voice change on the intro. I uh, had him re-record that intro for season two, and it's amazing the change from a year ago. Uh, his voice has undergone. So, uh, get ready, strap yourself in. I am going to ramble freeform, and most of this will get fixed in post-production. I'm just going to talk about some stuff, uh, starting with year two, Diceology and the Mad J Hustle. Uh, coming up, what I hope to do is uh, if I have a wish list, right? If I have a, uh, a dream table of podcast guests, uh, I think I got two big wishes. I'd like to get the Bakers, uh, Vincent and Meg, uh, on the Bakers are the designers of Apocalypse World in its second edition, and most recently of Under Hollow Hills and a whole bunch of other games in between there. From out here in the internet land, it looks like the Bakers create games, play games and test games as a family, and that's fascinating. Um, I think that would be some great podcast talk. The other thing I'd like to do is get the... Band of Blades crew back together. I played Band of Blades with Strauss and the actual play crew on Twitch some time ago. 
uh, you could jump out there and and view that whole campaign. Um, I that game was so good. It was so so good. Um, before the magic's gone, I'd like to get everybody back together and talk about our experience, uh, our thoughts, um, maybe some uh, other stuff that was going on in the corners, around the under the scenes, that kind of stuff. Um, that game was so engaging to me that uh, shortly after we ended the actual play run, my local crew uh, began their run of Band of Blades, and I had to tap out. I couldn't play because uh, I still had all the sessions that we just got finished playing in me still, and I needed to sit with it for a little bit. Uh, not in a, uh, I don't know, uh, not in a... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It was just uh, heavy, good, uh, and I just wanted to sit with it. I wasn't ready to jump into another campaign of Band of Blades till I had processed uh, what I just played. Uh, and that's a good thing. That's not, uh, that's not negative. That's a good thing. On my wish list of actual play games, I'm starting up on Ars Magica. Ars Magicia? Ars Magica? Ars Magica. Uh, it's currently in its uh, zero session phase. Um, hopefully, we get it up off the ground and get it running. That's a white whale for me. I played it in fits and starts in the past. Uh, so I'm excited to see what we do with it. Noblis is also on that list. Uh, I've got an actual play pact with uh, Paul Michener of Liminal RPG fame. We're reading through it now with the goal of getting a game to the table. I think we both have uh, read and stumble through play and fits and starts. Uh, so that's another game I'd like to get up off the ground, run it. Uh, I'm going to call it success if I get five or six sessions out of it. I'm currently playing Burning Empires on Sundays. I think uh, we're coming up to speed. We started in the infection phase. We've got, I think, three or four sessions in. So I will, uh, I will keep you all updated on how that pans out. It's pretty fun so far. Two other games on my wish list, Symbarum and Trudvang uh, by Riot Minds. Both are dark fantasy. If I get five to six sessions in, I'm going to call it good. Symbarum, I've played mostly one shots, maybe one and a half shots. I'd like to get a longer run of that. I think that's where that game kicks in and shines. Um, I have not gotten Trudvang to the table. Uh, I've read through it. It's crunchy, like I like. I want to get it on the table. I want to play that. I'm working on my first Twitch game. I've played in a lot of other Twitch streams. Uh, I'm currently running Liminal for off-the-table games, and that's been a lot of fun. I think uh, five sessions in, four or five sessions in, I think we've hit uh, the, the, uh, the plot of the game. Um, I think normally when uh, running games, if you watch the stream, the first couple of games are kind of by the books, right? The first session is a day in the life, so I can kind of get a feel. Everyone can get a feel for the rules, the mechanics, see what's going on. The next couple of sessions are generated pretty much or scripted uh, pretty much as the book uh, lays it out for making cases. Then at some point, things happen, and the, the purpose, the, the plot, kind of gets revealed of the game. It's not anything I had predetermined. Uh, if you watch the show, you'll at the fourth episode, you'll see it's one of two things that's the most important thing. And we couldn't have known that the first two sessions in. We know it now. 
because we've experienced it. I love when that happens. Um, anyway, all that to say, uh, I I think in the fall, late summer, early fall, I'm going to start my first Twitch game. Um, I'm going to use Alien RPG by Free League. It's a great system. It's built on top of Mutineer Zero. Uh, they've got some mechanics for Panic, uh, which I love. And the lore, the setting lore in there is pretty deep. They pull from a lot of different official sources and some stuff I haven't seen before. Thought, though, to be different, I want more of a reality TV spin to the game. So I'm thinking of a rotating big cast, some mechanics to, and, and I think the xenomorphs are the mechanics for losing players. Uh, I don't want it to be negative that way, but... Uh, that's the mechanic for new cast coming in. I want some type of audience participation, but again, in a positive way. I don't want audience fooding folks off. Um, my thought maybe is something like fan mail from Primetime Adventures, and maybe that has a mechanical weight to it. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't worked that out. These are the parts I'm planning out. And uh, I think uh, weekly character deaths, that sounds morbid, but... Uh, it's aliens. So my thought is it's uh, aliens, a colonist ship crash. Uh, it's an alien horror survival kind of game. I don't know. That's the stew pot right now. Those are all the ingredients. Um, but my hope is to launch that in the fall uh, on Twitch. Coming up on Diceology, uh, my next guests are Lucian Khan of Visit Golfs versus Mall Golfs. I'm going to butcher his name here now. Andy. Andy Kikowski of Tinra Bancho Zero, and most recently, Shinobi Gami. Also, Whitney DeLaglio of Designer of Prism. As always, Diceology is sponsored by listeners like you. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please rate, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're feeling froggy, definitely support my dream hustle on Patreon slash MadJZero. Let's keep this our regular thing. 